Well, welcome to another episode of the Grazing Sheep Podcast. I'm your host, Big Tom Perkins, along with Dr. Cameron Meyerly. And uh, we're coming up on our one year of doing this. I don't know if it's an anniversary, if it's a birthday. Yeah, it's it's probably a little bit of both. We can call it an anniversary. It'll be one that I can actually remember. So, yeah, there you go. It'll be good. Yeah, there you go. It's pretty easy when when the person has you in here once a week to talk to you. Yeah. So, and then they keep track of it on your phone. So it's it's pretty easy to keep track of. But yeah, it's definitely been a a fun ride for twelve months of doing this. Something that. I thought we started out pretty ambitious with our goals of of having something that was launched once a week and didn't know what it would look like in a year. Didn't really think about it, uh, but it's been a lot of fun. It's been really enjoyable to get yeah, on here and do we, uh We just hit 55,000 plays, which I think is amazing. And uh, I can remember we had said that we weren't going to tell anybody about it until we had 10 episodes on. And then, because uh, we figured people like to binge listen. And I can remember getting a report back that we had like six plays. We were trying to figure out who those six people were because we knew you listened to it, I listened to it. Um, CJ, you know, helps here on the farm all the time. He listened to it. Then we found out later your dad listened to it. And then we were thinking, who are these other two people? <laughs> right. 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 And it was just kind of fun to watch that grow. And uh, I can remember, you know, telling CJ, well, we got 100 plays. He's like, 100 plays? He just, we just thought that was amazing that, uh, you know. Yeah. I, I re- vividly remember that 1,000 milestone because it's like, Oh wow, that's that's a lot. Yeah. It was exciting. And then you know, for those that don't know, Tom texts me about now about every five days, five to ten days to report that's his form of record keeping, which we just talked about in our last episode. Yeah. Uh, that's how he keeps track of where we're at and kind of when we hit those, when he checks on it. He texted over to me like, we hit 54,000 plays. We hit this. And what's fun is there's some weeks that it, it jumps up by 1,000, and there's some weeks it jumps up by 2,000. You know, whatever uh-huh. whatever the, the demand is or the interest in the topic, uh, that's probably been the most challenging part is trying to it, – because it's just Tom and I talking. So trying to find topics that – we think other people are going to be interested in and not just, or even just willing to listen to and not just, you know, random stuff that he and I can go off on a tangent about. So you've got some stats for us. Yeah. It's on uh, the podcast. Yeah. Like I said, we're, we're right at 55,000 plays, which I think is just amazing. Um, and that's only on the couple of platforms that I check on. Every once in a while, somebody will get a hold of me and said, yeah, I heard you on CastBox or something like that. And I'm like, I don't even know what CastBox is. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know we were on CastBox. Yeah, yeah didn't know that. <laughs> but on Google, I guess, too, didn't know. You didn't even know there was a Google podcast thing. And uh, 
What else is amazing is we've been played in 46 countries. Yeah, that part's a little crazy. That, that part is wild. And do you know oh, if we've hit all the states? Understand us, or if they have some kind of a translation thing? or oh, That's a good question. I don't know. That is a good question. They can probably get it translated. That would be I don't know. Yeah, it is funny, though, you know, talking to family or, or friends that aren't involved in agriculture, because nowadays everybody has a podcast. At least a lot of the people that I interact with have been on a podcast or, um, or, or at least are very familiar with what they are. And it's usually my wife. I usually don't say, say anything because most people I'm talking to wouldn't have any interest in in our topics. Uh, um, and she's like, well, Cameron has a podcast. They're like, what? Oh, he's got a podcast? Like, yeah, he and Tom, they hop on, they talk about sheep, and they kind of chuckle. Mm -hmm. And so then I have to come in like, oh, yeah, we're, we got about 55,000. And then they, they're like, what? And so then they ask for the name, <laughs> and, and then they go and give it a listen, and some offer feedback, and some go, no, it's really interesting, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's like, oh, that's okay. So, yeah, and we're in. Uh, I remember in the beginning too, of just kind of watching um, to see how many states we were in, and uh, it took a long time to finally hit fifty. And I was, uh, but early on, we were play being played in the District of Columbia, which is Washington D.C. And right. I don't know who the government. I don't know who that poor soul is. <laughs> yeah, they're probably checking to see how many sheep you're running so they can get your. Yeah, I could, I'm hoping it's not get the your IRS. Money. I'm hoping yeah. it's. <laughs> I'm hoping yep. it's somebody, somebody in in uh, that's involved in the sheep industry. Right, right. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think the IRS was. I don't really think they'd be that interested in me. Not, not much. No, and they, and they probably wouldn't. Would be part of the audience that wouldn't necessarily know what we're talking about. If I, would, <laughs> if I, I had to guess. So. Yeah. But uh, our very first episode. Do you remember what it was? Oh, was it Tom's story? Nope. It was let's talk about lambing. Oh yeah, okay. That was the very that's, first episode. I had to go back and look that up. Yeah, I mean that's a softball, softball topic. I mean, that well, was probably that's something because we, we figured right, right. We, we could talk about that for a half hour, and not be in too much trouble with it. Yeah. When I also remember early on, you bring up the half hour early on. The thought was, well, I hope there were some topics. It's like, well, I hope we can talk for thirty minutes on this. Yeah. And then there were some topics. It's like, well, we're going to have to have three episodes because there's no yep. way we can cover, yeah, cover thirty minutes worth of material or, you know, an hour's worth of material in in thirty, in 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah, but, and we probably yeah, lambing. So we went back and forth quite a bit on how long the podcast should be, and uh, I was used to listening to podcasts that were at least an hour long, sometimes longer. And uh, you tended to listen to a lot of podcasts that were right in that half hour range because that kind of worked into your commute back and forth to work. Yeah, and especially um, the ones that that 
I well, I still listen to whether it's a radio show or something that's broken up in into segments with different topics. Uh, I have a hard time just personally. I have a hard time sitting there for an hour on on one topic and staying focused. I usually end up kind of drifting drifting away from what's being discussed it's got to be really intriguing and so the goal was if we're going to do it you know once a week um and and stay on that uh i thought we could get away with something shorter and hit the the big points and if we needed to dive in deeper then we could do some follow-up episodes so that's the goal for season two is to do two episodes a week. Right, Tom? Yeah. All the editing. Yeah. Well, I don't know about all that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will admit when I sit down to do all the editing, I'm pretty grateful. It's only a half hour long. Oh, yeah. Because it takes me three to four hours of, of solid editing to get an episode done. And fortunately, there's not a lot of we don't. We don't say a lot of things that we need to cut out, but in terms like one of us is sick and I can't get my microphone muted right away. There's one episode in there. I was dying. I mean, I I was oh, yeah. sicker than sick. And Tom calls me up afterwards. He's like, well, I'm going to have to charge you because I cured your cough. I'm <laughs> like, what What are you talking? I'm still coughing, coughing right now on the phone. <laughs> and he's like, you're, you're never going to know. You're never going to hear it. You don't even sound sick. And yeah. so we listened to it and I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty good. But it's also a lot of work involved when someone's coughing the whole time. So we yeah, certainly well, appreciate Tom and, and what, what he does on that side of, of the production of the podcast. Uh, yeah. One of the it wouldn't happen without you. And I, you and I both have pretty poor internet connections and, um, Mine's way worse than yours. And so I get pops and clicks. I don't know why, but all through the episodes. And so most of, of the editing is sitting down and finding all those and cutting those out so you don't listen to them. And some of them are crazy loud. I can't imagine if you had a set of earbuds in and all of a sudden you get this big click, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you break your eardrums. It always amazes me. I don't know why it's so loud. And I don't know where they come from, but probably squirrels playing on the telephone line would be my guess. But, yeah. uh, or gophers, or gophers, groundhogs chewing on the line where it's buried. I don't know which it is, but it, it can be rough at times. But um, so they, what do you think our number one podcast, most listened to podcast was? Number one episode. Oh man. My guess is it is one of the guest speakers that we've had on here. Surprisingly not. Really? Okay. I will, I will tell you though that when we do have guests, those get a lot of plays really fast. And they kind of get shared around. Do they? Facebook. Okay. They get shared around Facebook too. So we, Okay. So we have pretty good guests would be my my guess on that. But uh, our number one was number one was let's talk about lambing. It was the very first episode. Yeah, a lot of people are really interested in lambing. Would be my guess. So they're either really interested in lambing, or they listen to one episode and they say, "Well, I'm not going to listen to these guys (laughs) anymore." 
That's very well could be what it is. <laughs> Let's start at the beginning. Yeah, I could be. Yeah. Um, my my guess would just be that um, I know when I first started out, I really wanted to hear people talk about lambing because I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't. So that, that would be my guess. What is just uh, absolutely surprising to me is our number two uh, episode, the most listened to, was uh, Tom's journey into sheep. Now, that really surprised really? me. Yeah, I am always interested in how somebody got started doing something. You know, not much, you know, I, I went to work at a gas station. You know, I mean, I'm not that <laughs> in that or I went to work at a grocery right. store. But sometimes people have some really interesting jobs and you think, how in the world did you ever get into that? So I, you know, I would find that interesting. So I thought, you know, just give it time and uh, Cameron's journey into sheep would be played just as much, but it's way down the list. It's it's pretty boring for being Apparently honest. so. I, I don't know. But uh, it's uh, it amazes me that people are interested in how I got into sheep. Maybe they're just right. curious how I've managed to live this long. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Maybe you have that. the secret the secret to life yeah and, and that's that being said you know i joke that that my story is boring i don't think i have nearly as as fun of a story as what you have and it's i think yours extends and i don't know how much we really dove into it if anybody wants to see tom as a musician just hop on facebook and do a little bit of creeping there was a time i uh wasn't that long ago that you're in Ohio and there's a video of you somewhere on social media playing an organ. Oh yeah. Up in Mount up in Mount Vernon. And yeah. it, it when I saw it, I was like, oh, yep, there's Tom. Just roll up to the to the instrument and start playing. And it sounded good. Like I I'm not a musician. I'm not musically inclined by any stretch of the imagination. And so that to me is is always impressive and fun to fun to listen to. So again, it's it's been fun to hear you share that story and how you got involved in the sheep industry, but also just since you've been in the industry, how far you've come. Like that was something when we were talking about like, well, what are we going to talk about in a year in review? And it's like, well, we can talk about just what's happened. You think when we started this, Tom didn't even have his his fancy new fence in. Yeah, we talked about that on multiple episodes. Yeah, so uh, that was that. When you think about that, it feels like an eternity. <laughs> I know <laughs> we've been doing this. So I, uh, I mean, there's lots of uh, lots of stuff that that's happened in the last year, and this has been one thing that's remained constant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm still enjoying my fancy new fence. I, got, I, I bet you are. I got a flock of about 70, I guess, out still grazing. And uh, I still use my new fence every day. There's there's no break for the fence. It's it's still working. Nope. <laughs> right. So our, right. Our, top, our top five ended up being, you know, let's talk about lambing, Tom's journey into sheep, winter grazing, which I feel... If you kind of go back and listen to that, it wasn't quite all about winter grazing. But, and then rations for winter grazing, which is also another one that was 
we just kind of talked about what we were doing. Maybe not yeah. necessarily what was best. But uh, our number five was how does parasite resistance work? And that was with uh, Dr. Scott Baldridge. Yeah, and that's one that I've actually talked to a number of people about. Yeah. And the comment that I've received multiple times is, has been, they understand that there is parasite resistance, but for them, it's not enough. They've heard of it. Okay. Yeah. It's not enough for them to just listen to it and say, oh, yep, we have parasite resistance and not know how it works. And so the feedback I've I've received, at least on that specific episode, has been it, it was very informational for people that that already knew about parasite resistance or uh wanted wanted to know how it works, as opposed to just saying, you know, this is parasite resistance and you should you should be selecting for it. They wanted to know why is this working the way it's working. And so, you know, you go back and listen to that one and it's very informative on explaining what that immune function looks like and the interaction of that host and parasite. Uh, that's one of my favorites. And it's, it's just, it's something that I've done for a while now. Uh, and it's fun. I, I enjoy having guests on here because uh, we get to ask more questions yeah and get their yeah. take on stuff yeah i know that that episode i said very little because there was so much information there's a lot and i was just sitting there trying to process it all and right. uh you know of course oddly enough when i'm editing i'm not really listening to what's being said i'm just listening right. to how it sounds that's yep. it and uh, I know people don't quite understand that, but yeah, I'm not paying attention to anything that's being said. I'm just listening to how it sounds, what I need to change, what I need to fix, those kind of things. Um, sometimes, you know, you and I will talk over each other, and so I go in and just take one of those out so you can actually understand what's being said. But uh, yeah, on that episode, all I did was listen. And uh, Scott Bowders has a, a wealth of information. And so if yeah. you haven't gone and listened to that, you're interested in how you know parasite resistance works and how you can how that works for you in your flock, man, go back and listen to that. Um, I think there's a couple of episodes, back to back episodes we did with him. And we just thought that was super cool. And I know every time I run into Dr. Bowdridge, he's uh he always says, You wouldn't believe how many people come up to me and say, Hey, I heard you on this crazy really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, his favorite thing, I'll tell you right now, his favorite thing is that your Katahdin prefix is BTP. Yep. For Big Tom Perkins. <laughs> he loves it. He thinks that is just the best thing, best thing ever. Um, and I, I have to agree with him. Like, that's pretty sound marketing. I Whenever I'm trying to find you on Facebook and I go for, you know, Tom Perkins and you don't show up and it's like, yeah. ah, son of a gun. It's, we're at the B. We're at the B in the front. So. That's right. Well, you can even find me on YouTube. I kind of hate to say this, but back during COVID, when they shut down all the churches, I was playing at this church every week with a praise band, and our pastor called up and said, hey, can you record a few songs and put them on YouTube so that I can include them in our online service thing? And so there's, I don't know, 20, 25 videos of me sitting in the studio and or sitting at the church and recording these. They're not high quality, but I did the best I could because I'm not in the video 
at all. Not very good at it. Yeah, and that's our intro that, music. Yep, but that's under Big Tom Perkins. So you can find me on YouTube on there. Because a lot of people don't know. I, I toured and traveled probably 15, 20 years. And I've, I've played with people you've heard on the radio, but I've played with an awful lot of people you've never heard on the radio and never <laughs> still heard on the radio. Right. You know? right. <laughs> but a job's a job. You know? And then that, in the music industry, you get a job offer. If you don't have one, you better take it. Yeah. Keep going. But uh, I got a little sidetracked there. But the uh, so we had several guests on through the last year. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, Doctor Weaver is always willing to to hop in here. Really enjoy it and and certainly appreciate him taking taking the time to do it. I learned the one episode where he was in that that block room, and it echoed like like nobody. That one drives Tom absolutely nuts. I and know. I told him to the I, point. I said Andrew. to the point where you asked him like, "Hey, can you go stand outside?" Because yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I asked him. Really... I, I said, "You sound like you're in a cement block room," and he got this weird look on his face. He goes, "I am in a cement block room. How do you know that?" And I said, "Well, I've just paid attention to sound for so long. Being a musician, I can tell what kind of room you're in." Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's always he's always good for for an episode, and uh, I personally really enjoyed uh, when Rusty hopped on here, and yeah, we were doing that. our. Yep, we were doing our NSIP series, and uh, to have him come in and just talk about that program and maternal weaning weight mm-hmm. was was one of his topics. Uh, I really appreciated kind of a an aspect of it from another breed. You know, you and I are uh, pretty Katahdin focused because that's what the bulk of our experiences have been as of late. Yep. Uh, but you know we're not opposed. I think I mentioned it a couple episodes ago. Equal opportunity for the sheep industry. So anybody else that wants to to hop on here and talk about their different breeds of sheep, or you think you add value? Yeah, I, I would talk up. about I would talk about Polypays and Suffix and uh, well, that's the only two other ones I can think of. I, I was going to say you're big, but I don't know anything about them. Big Suffolk breeder now. Well, yeah, I've got Suffolk lambs that are hitting the ground now. They're Suffolk and Katahdin crosses. And I got to tell you, they got a face that only a mother can love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they Great. They're not, um, they're just all different colors. Really? Yeah, they really are. I, I got an all black one. And uh, I kind of teared up a little bit. My mom always wanted a black lamb. Oh, when I was younger and I'd be going to sale barns all the time, you know, buying and selling cattle, she was always like, if you see a black lamb, you buy it for me. I always wanted a black lamb. And of course, I would think, who in the right mind would want to raise sheep? You know, so. <laughs> right. That little black lamb came out and I don't know. I kind of teared up because I thought of my mom. But, yep. So, but. Now, uh, I know we're talking about the. You know, a year doing the podcast, but just mm-hmm. briefly, because I can't resist. Have you noticed any hybrid vigor on those terminally crossbred lambs? They're definitely bigger at birth. Um, okay. They're not quite old enough, I don't think, to... 
Oh, well, to see how fast they're gaining kind of thing. But yeah, so far they're doing really well. Uh, the only odd thing is every one of them has been a single. Really? Yep. Not sure what's going on there with that. But they haven't all lambed out yet. So we'll see what, what ends up happening. We had, uh, I think the... I think the first one was a set of twins, but one was born dead. Everything after that's been a single. Okay. Until so, we don't know. Nice. But I'm interested yeah. to see. I'm excited to see how they go. Uh, you know, our, our year in review, I'm going to try creep feeding this year. And uh, see if that will pencil out. See if it makes a big enough difference to go through the hassle to continue to do it. Yeah, we've we've talked about that quite a bit on here talked about you know your grazing management mm -hmm. pasture management to improve you know that's something it's it'll we'll have some good episodes coming up here because there is like no grass and there's very little residual forage left here so if you want if you want someone just to come out and tell you how bad it is this spring and summer i'm sure i'll have plenty of yeah yeah, stories have, to tell. Uh, I still have pastures with grass that's about knee deep. It doesn't look very good. Wild brown. There's some green in there, but those yeah those ewes that are out, they're not losing body condition. So I'm pretty happy with that part. But I keep reaching out and grabbing one now and again, and just kind of body scoring them and thinking. I'm always surprised they feel as good as they do. But but they'll be coming in before long because. Um, they're going to lay them in the next month and a half, I think, something like that. It's like I get this first group out and get those guys in. We'll see where we're at with that. But it's been kind of a, it's been a crazy year and it's been a lot of fun too. It is. It's been one of those years for me, at least, uh, that's felt like it's lasted three years. Mm -hmm. And I'm not complaining because I've got little kids at home. And so I feel like that does give me an opportunity to to take advantage of that. And I'm not asking for the time to go any any faster than what it is. But, oh, yeah. uh, you know, we were talking about your fence. You know, when we started this a year ago, I was still a Penn State employee yep. living in Pennsylvania. And then last summer summer of 23 took a job with with Lamboard uh as the director of sustainability and uh that's something we haven't even talked about or gotten into any of the solar grazing stuff um and so maybe look for that as as a 2024 topic um, yep. and even just the the targeted grazing and so uh, that's been something that it's been exciting in that position um we, we were able then to move back to the home farm. So we're living back in Ohio now and uh, has allowed allowed more flexibility on uh, or, or just inability to to raise more sheep uh, and really, really work on that. And that's I mean, even since since I was in grad school, uh, you know, we were driving back to Ohio every every weekend every other weekend to for those big those major kind of production milestones so yeah. uh, it's been kind of nice to if i need to for example i was up late last night pulling blood on open use that we ultrasound and uh we ultrasounded and couldn't get good 
good images on. Um, yeah. You know, before I'd have to to wait until that weekend and try to cram in 15, 20 different things to to get done. Um, and now, you know, a random Thursday evening, I can check it off the list. So yeah, the difference a year makes is is pretty amazing. We went through uh, that fall lambing group. It was a total disaster. That we wasn't found, fun. No, we found uh, we had a major iodine deficiency, and uh, just lost lamb after lamb after lamb after lamb. It was uh, never saw so many stillborns in my life, and so that part of it was rough, but. We learned something. We changed up our whole mineral program, and so far, knock on wood, it's uh, been going really good. And that was kind of the low part of the the last year, but the podcast has been just fantastic. I go to the different events, and people come up to me and say, "Hey, I heard you on the on the podcast," and then we you know chat a little, and so. It, it's kind of fun getting to meet these new people and uh, at the Ohio Grazing Conference, quite a few people came up and mentioned it. And I thought that was pretty cool. And our, our number one state uh, out of the 50 states and District of Columbia is Ohio. Yeah, yeah a lot of sheep people in Ohio. Yeah. And that, that kind of, well, kind of amazed me. I guess it amazed me in the beginning, and then when I kind of realized how many sheep there actually are in Ohio, it started to make a little more sense. And then our number two is Pennsylvania. Is it? Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of encouraging. I, we try to be cognizant of the information we're putting out, and we know that it, it does not apply to all environments or production systems. Uh, but uh, if somebody from out west would ask me how to raise sheep, I'm just flat tell them I don't have a clue how to raise sheep in your yeah. environment. Not a right. clue. And that's you know, that's encouraging to know that the bulk of our audience is coming from an area in which we're we're talking about most of the time. Mm -hmm. That also being said, uh doesn't mean we we're telling you the right thing to do. It's a lot of it depends on you know what your what your goals are and what you're trying to implement. I was yep. one of the things I was listening to our record keeping discussion last night while I was uh, pulling blood tubes on use and you know your comment, which we didn't emphasize quite as much as we needed to, but your comment, you know, you were selling some use and uh, they wanted those used to just have twins automatically. Yep. yep. And you know, we're up front and saying, hey. That's some of it's on the use, but most of it's on you as a producer. And if you've got sheep now that aren't twinning regularly, uh, I cannot guarantee that these these sheep are going to do that. And so, uh, you know, that's a point I think we all need to look at. But yeah, it's it's been fun. Ohio, Pennsylvania, kind of pulling us along. And then uh, who? I'm curious who three, four, and five are on the state list. I have to go back and look. Huh? Okay. okay. I, bet, I bet I can find it. The uh, bum, 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 bum. so Missouri, Texas, and New York are the next. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't uh, didn't think that was going to be the case at all. Yep. Yeah, very interesting. Kind of, when when I look at, it, I just kind of glance at it and like, yep, Ohio's number one, then Pennsylvania, but. Pretty good representation all over the 
continental U.S. Um, right, and then the random countries every every now and again. Yep, pretty no, fun. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a fun journey. It's been fun doing. We hope to continue on to do it. Yeah, uh, this um, isn't your retirement episode, is it, Tom? No, no, not by far. Good. Yeah, good. I didn't think so. I just figured I, I'd. I don't really have. A, I don't have a retirement plan. Um, as it work as it's scheduled now, the day of my funeral, I have to work till noon. Right. Uh, right. So. Yeah, that sounds uh, about right. You've got to make sure the sheep are moved. Yeah, got to move every sheep day. First, then go lay in the casket, and then I'm done. Yeah. Yep. So that's yep. pretty much what it is. Yeah. So, so sir, I mean, definitely want to thank everyone that's that's listened and we hope that you've found enjoyment over the past year in, in the podcast. Again, it's something we've really appreciated makes it a little more fun or a lot more fun when you know that people are actually listening and, uh, and especially those in-person meetings were like, Oh, Hey, I, I listened to you the other day. And that's for a lot of people, that's the first thing they tell you. Like yeah. I may not even, be friends with them on Facebook and they bring oh. it up and it's, you know, it, it provides some feeling of connectedness. Uh, and that's, that's exciting. Uh, but just a big thank you to, to everybody that's listened and contributed in terms of questions. Um, we're always open to topic ideas and whether it's something we know about or feel comfortable with or can find somebody else. Yep. who can discuss that topic, please reach out and uh, don't hesitate to ask to ask those questions because uh, we want to make sure, you know, if you've got that question, I guarantee somebody else or multiple other people have that question. And Absolutely. those that may, those that may already know it might need a refresher. So um, yeah, on my end, just want to say thank you. And and don't stop reaching out and, and contributing. Yep. So in the future, too, we're looking for, uh, oh, maybe some sponsors for this podcast that we can do a little more advertising. I really hate the idea of putting commercials in here, but that may end up happening. We're going to try to or, very short if, if we do. If you have a sheep or small ruminant event yeah. that you want advertised, whether it's extension or, or a private event, uh, don't hesitate to to send that one over. We're, I mean, we're doing these uh, review episodes of of different conferences, and uh, and we've mentioned multiple times that we feel that gathering and listening to to those talks has a lot of value to sheep producers. Yeah, I I really enjoy speaking at these things. So if you're looking for somebody to come speak. I would love to do it. Maybe we could tag team a, a presentation. That would be fun. That'd be That'd really fun. fun. Yeah, because then everything I say wrong, you can correct me. I, because I, I don't do have a wife. Work. I don't have a wife. We know that. There's an episode where I'm looking for a wife. Great. That's still, true. I've got to keep you in check every once still, in a while. Still taking applications. Uh, the applications coming in very slow, which I don't understand at all. I thought they would just flood through the mailbox, but they haven't. <laughs> seems a bit odd. seems a bit odd to me, but because uh, I'm such a catch. The uh, so we thank we do want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you can go to wherever it is you're listening and uh, 
hit that follow button. That would help us out in the future for sure. So we can go to our our future uh, sponsors and say, look, you know, we've got a half a billion people following us. So I don't think that'll happen, but it'd be better than what we have now. <laughs> you know? True. But, uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can do that. Uh, BigTomPerkins at gmail.com. Uh, there's also the Facebook page. You can go on there, like and follow. If you got any questions you can uh, or comments, you can leave them there as well. So it's been good catching up. It's uh, hard to believe it's been a whole year. And uh, hopefully on the next episode, it'll be something a little more informative instead of just us reminiscing. <laughs> That's all it's been, but it's yep. been fun. Yep. So we'll catch up with you later there, Cam. Sounds good, Tom. All right. Bye.